Hello again, and welcome to part two of me going through my bio that I wrote 16 years ago. This has been a eye-opener. Um, normally, this is a podcast uh, about talking about um, transgender, being transgender, hiding, uh, answering questions, taking comments, and that type of thing, and just having a discussion. But right now, we're in, uh, just starting up a series. I had Bio 1, so if you're just joining us with this one, go back and listen to Bio 1, and um, it'll lead you into this one. So each day I'm going to be posting up a little bit about my bio that I wrote during my um, therapy that I was doing about 16 years ago, back in 2004. And um, I'm reading it for the first time. I have not looked at this. I don't know what's in here. I don't know what I wrote, but there are 17 pages. And I figured I, I wanted to share this with you. I fought with myself that I wanted to do it. and I didn't want to do it. I figured that I could wing it. So some of the stuff I had covered in, in previous episodes, I know. So if you've listened to every episode, I'm sorry for the repeat. But this way, this is a more official um, story of me. And this is also a way in order for me to get out there. Um, uh, this podcast is not just for me to be able to, um, talk to people about being transgender and hiding, but it's also a, a, um, a catalyst for me to get a little bit more confident and for me to come out, even though I still have to present, um, my, um, the gender that I was born with instead of my true gender that I know. So there we go. With that being said, let's jump right back into the action. Um, and what's really funny, I turned the page and uh, from the last one that I stopped reading the last in bio one, I turned the page and the title that I have on this one, I just, it struck me funny. Again, I have not read forward on this, but it says the big cover up and trying to blend in. So I can only imagine what the hell I have written in these um, next paragraphs. So again, I don't know what's in here, but we're going to explore it together. So I appreciate you being here and let's see what we got. So the big cover up in trying to blend in. As I became more into my feelings about being the wrong gender, I called upon my acting skills to help me keep the guy front, guy being in quotation marks. I did everything a boyish, uh, everything as boyish as I could. I would go along with teasing others just to be one of the guys. Even though I was cringing inside, I could not let that side of me show. I was determined not to let anyone see what really was what I was really feeling inside. Again, by the way, I have to apologize. My grammar sucks, and so I'm just sort of reading this as I go along. So does my spelling. So I might have to stop and correct myself, like you just heard me do because my grammar uh, and my spelling was terrible. So here we go. My feelings that I would rather, um, okay, I go back, sorry. I was determined not to let anyone see what I was truly feeling or really feeling on the inside. My feelings that I would rather be a girl or that I wished I could join in the conversation in groups. My interaction with girls was very small due to me being an extremely shy person. I was very interested in girls and did want to go out with them, but it was very difficult for a person such as myself holding such a high position in the band geek uh, group and once again being a card-carrying member of the drama club. Ooh, look at me, little sassy thumb. 
I didn't do too bad with writing this. Okay, I like that. Little run-on sentence, but yeah, it's good. I remember working up the nerve to ask a girl to be my girlfriend by passing her a note. Uh, one day, the last few minutes of reading class, she looked at me, winked, and licked the words, yes. I was on cloud 209. The bell rang moments later, and I waited for her at the door. She came up to me and said, I want to break up. Little did I know this would be setting the standard for my dating life. My heart broke into a thousand pieces. I should mention here that I found myself attracted to the uh, girls with the name Amy in a very early life. This one who just broke my heart at the last bed of the bell, her name was Amy. And yes, uh, this girl was also named Amy. Wow, I even added that in. Okay. I never had a lot of luck with girls named Amy, but still love the name all the same. That's why I chose the name uh, Amy, but I spelled it differently. Uh, so I would be, I would not be like those other Amy's. I'm sorry, this is like going really crazy here. Um, okay, I never had a lot of luck with girls named Amy, but still love the name. That's why I chose the name, but I spelled it differently so I would not be like those other Amy's out there. I had to add in a couple of words. I had left those out. So, sorry, I had to, again, do a correction. By the time I was 13, I started to get really envious of what the other girls were wearing. Pet Benatar was really hot thing during this time with her leg warmers and short skirts. Oh, I love Pet Benatar. I still do. I so wish she was gay. Mm. Well, and like I would ever have a chance, but whatever. I really love that look and really wish that I could join the girls at school wearing those same types of clothes. Yes, I was a product of the 80s. Okay, let's get over it. I really wanted to tell my mom how I was feeling, but never got up the nerve to do it. I was so scared that she was going to hate me, not want me or... or yeah, another thing I messed up. I was so scared that she would hate me or not want me around anymore. I had a tremendous amount of fear, so I kept it to myself. I also remember a few things that I did during this time period in my life. I remember shaving my legs for the very first time and how nice that felt. I know I have... I know I had to have done... Mm, younger me, you're like totally disappointing me here. I know I had to have done this the year before I went off to private school because I made sure to wear sweatpants all the time around the house to cover them up. This was the summer before I went to school. So I've shaven my legs. It's hot outside and I'm still wearing sweatpants. If that wasn't like a warning sign. I remember how nice it felt to wear pantyhose or shave on shaven legs for the first time. I was so hooked. I knew this was supposed to be the right way. I was just not in the right body. I remember going out to a restaurant with my family one day and I wore pantyhose under my jeans. I was so scared that someone was going to know what was up to what I was up to, but it just felt right. I didn't know what was going on with me, why I felt this way. I would stop dressing for a few months, but the desire would come right back. I guess I was fighting the feelings and trying to force them out of my mind. It just wasn't going to happen. I always felt that when the feeling came back, they were always a little stronger than they were the few months before. Looking back on that time, I was slowly losing 
battle, slowly losing a battle to get these desires and feelings out of my life for good. I was becoming trapped within my own thoughts and feelings. I was starting to conscious, uh, constantly go over the situation in my mind over and over and over again. I was slowly building up such a heavy load for me to carry all by myself, but I never said anything to anyone, and I never let anything or anyone... I never said anything or... I never said anything to anyone... Sorry. Ugh. I never said anything to anyone and never let anyone or anything show that would give the slightest hint that I wasn't clean-cut boy that I was supposed to be. I was going to private school, and it was a few hours' drive from my home, so I was going to board there. I really had to make sure my feelings about my gender stayed very much out of sight and deep within the dark private rooms within my mind. I know that sounds very dramatic, but it's how I really felt. It has... It has been like that for some time since then, where I could only visit that part of me in those deep, dark rooms where no one could see me at all. I kept having more and more of a struggle with my feelings that I should really be a girl instead of a boy. Someone up there made a big mistake and gave me the wrong body. I kept trying to figure out why I was feeling this way. I like girls. I want to go out with girls. Why do I feel like I should be a girl? My self-image suffered constantly, and I was always felt unhappy about who I was or how I looked. Since I was living at school nine months out of the year, I could not dress at all while during that time period. I remember coming home for the summer and thinking how nice that year, how nice it was the year before having shaved legs. I shaved them for um, shaved them my first summer back home and found that constantly wearing sweatpants or jeans during the summertime in Virginia was a very bad idea. So that was no more, uh, so that was one more thing I felt that was taken away from me. Yeah, that was sad. God, this is bringing back some feelings that I had not felt in a while. That was a very, uh, a very hard time. It was like I tried to take one step forward and I ended up taking like 1,500 steps back. It was um, it was very sad uh, that first year at private school. Um, <clears throat> so, okay. <clears throat> so, it was during the summer, um, that first summer back, that I had the biggest thing that could have happened to me. Um, I had been writing to a girl I met during the previous summer and had a few times to talk with her over the phone from school. Uh, she had a friend that I got to know pretty well during my first uh, my first summer back from private school. We hit it off really well. What? I don't even understand. She had a friend that I got to know pretty well. And during my first summer back from private school, we hit it off really well with her friend. I guess I'm talking about myself collectively. I, I guess I, I know who we're talking about here, but it was a girl I was interested in dating. We had talked and basically um, I hit it off really well with her friend, my friend's friend. So there you go. Okay, let's see if it clears it up. Uh, we went out a few times, and it was great. 
Her name was Kay, and she was absolutely beautiful. Okay. All right. So Kay is um, the friend. And, yeah, there was a whole thing. And so I didn't really date the girl that I thought that I was going to date. But I started dating Kay. And, yeah, that was, uh, wow. I didn't have a lot of time to think about my gender issues during, uh, due to allowing myself to be completely absorbed in my relationship with Kay. She was a few years older than I was and already had her driver's license. We could go to the coast and walk along the beach and just uh, go everywhere. We really seemed to click, and I was I was the happiest I had ever been. My feelings to dress were still there for, to some extent, but I wasn't giving into them because I didn't want to mess things up with the happy or miss things up with the new happiness I had found with Kay. I realized I was 13 years old and just didn't want to screw it up. Um, we had kissed before and we did some petting, but that was as far as it got. The summer seemed to fly by and it was getting close to the time for me to go back to school. Oh my God, we're going to talk about how I lost my virginity. Okay. Um, <laughs> so let, okay. I'm not holding anything back. You're getting the raw deal. So strap yourselves in. Um, she was also moving due to her dad and mom's job, taking her all the way down to Florida. There was about two and a half weeks left before she was moving when I got a phone call one night from her saying uh, her family, oh, she was at a family friend's house watching their dog and um, who had just come back from the vet and they didn't want the dog left alone. It was around dusk and it was raining. She asked if I could come over. We, I got a ride over there from one of my mom's friends. Basically, my mom was dating a guy for a while and he was kind of like a second dad to me. I mean, he did more for me than my own father did. And I I think he picked up on that I was really sad. And so he wanted to do things in order to help me out. So he drove me over to Kay's house. One thing led to another and I lost my virginity that night. Yep, here we go. I just lost it. I remember. <laughs> oh my God, I'm so embarrassed. But it's true. So that's what happened. I remember being so nervous and tense, but Kay was calm and helped me to relax and made sure that it was a good experience for both of us. That was a Saturday night, and I talked to her the next day. She asked me if I had a way to come over to her house tomorrow, Monday, early. I did, and I waited for my mom to leave work around 7.30 a.m., and I was out the door by 7.45 and riding my bike a good number of miles to get to her house. Yeah, it was probably about 15 miles, 10 miles that I had to go. She was not just down the street. She was in a completely different suburb. So, yeah, I, I, I had had a taste of candy and I wanted more. So, I, that's a terrible analogy. But yes, I rode my bike miles to get to her house, and I stayed there until 4, uh, 4 p.m. that evening. We repeated that same schedule every day for the rest of the week. Each day that she would show me how a woman likes to be touched, where they like to be touched, and why. She was training me, I guess, to be a good lover. There were the best lessons that I ever took. I know this sounds like a forum, but I promise you that this is honest truth. It really is. I... Um, this could have gone wrong in so many ways, but yeah, it really happened. I can tell you this much because of Kay, 
I have never had one problem being with a woman sexually. Wow. Okay. Um. <laughs> that did not need to come out. <sighs> I don't know about doing this raw like this. I should read ahead. This is awkward. Okay. We're not judging here, though, right? We're being honest. Piss on it. All right, here we go. More reading. This is just going to get worse and worse and worse. I do remember thinking things during that, uh, during this time, how, I do remember thinking during this time, how would it feel to have her touch me like she is showing me to touch her? This is very true. I wasn't wishing she was a man, but I did have a few thoughts about her seeing me as a girl or a woman. I also remember thinking that the desires and feelings about my gender issues were not as strong as they used to be during the time that I was with Kay. I know I thought a few times that if I were in a relationship, I could beat my feelings and get them out of my life for good. Looking back now, I know I was going with the feelings that I got because I let myself and my thoughts get totally absorbed by Kay. They weren't gone, nor were they going anywhere. I just had something else of great importance to me to focus on instead of whether I was supposed to be a girl or not. However, I did get in However, I did get it in my head that my gender issues were just a phase and I would overcome them by having someone in my life that I would be able to focus on. Wow. Okay. After my time in training with Kay, wow, that is so wrong. I realized I definitely like to be with women sexually. So that helped in my frustration and agonizing battle over the question as to whether or not I was gay or not. I clearly was not gay. Sort of. I did not write the sort of, but I'm thinking back now. I was like, yeah, you are gay. You're just a lesbian, but you don't know it yet. You turdwinkle. Now before you start to think I have something against uh, the gay and lesbian community. Oh, here we go. Now before you start to think that I have something against the gay and lesbian community, let me explain my mindset at this time in my young life. My time with Kay happened in 82-83, and I grew up in the 70s when it was still a huge social taboo to be a gay man or lesbian woman. I thought that being gay was something very wrong and not acceptable. So for me, a child from the ages 9 to 13, not only was I dealing with the situation of me being a cross-dressing adolescent, as if that wasn't taboo enough, I was also dealing with the possibility that I could be gay as well. I was happy to have a little bit of those worries removed from my mind, so that's why I'm going with it. Oh boy. This is, uh, I think we're going to pause here, because <laughs> this is just, this is a little... This is a little much for me right now. So I don't know. I'm going to contemplate the idea of to whether or not I should read on before just blurting it out as I record. But you are going to get it raw. Uh, yeah. And the next page is saying the high school years. So I can only imagine what that's going to bring. Okay. So if you like what you're hearing so far, you have a comment about, uh, and you have to remember, I wrote this back in 2004. So please give me a little credit. And I was just going through therapy. So 
bear with me a little bit. Um, if you have any questions or you have any comments, please send me an email at questions at tyinhighheels.com. Or you can go to our uh, my website. I keep saying our. I'm a very inclusive person, so I like to include everyone. Um, so please go to tieandhighheels.com. You can go to the contact page. There's a little form. Fill that out, and that comes directly to my email. I'm also on Instagram and Facebook at Tie and High Heels if you would like to find me there. Thank you for listening to me thoroughly embarrass myself, and we're just going to keep it up tomorrow. So listen in. All right, take care. Bye-bye.